Let's uh, have some takeaways from last night's Spurs loss to the Jazz. Address some YouTube comments. And has Wimby done enough to secure a spot on the Western Conference All-Star squad? You are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Hot Rod. And I'm RC from the Cybertron Spurs. And you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs. We're on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Ken's Five San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hope you're having a great work week. We'll get you through it right here on Locked On Spurs. You guys are the everydayers. We appreciate you coming on here every single day to talk all things silver and black. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. You want to go to GameTime.co right now, everybody. What are you waiting for? Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked On NBA for twenty bucks off your first purchase. What are we talking about today? Some quick takeaways from Shocker, another loss by your Spurs to the Jazz. Then we're going to bring in our guest, Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. We're going to be addressing some YouTube comments left on the Lockdown Spurs uh, fan page slash webpage. And then we're going to be asking if Wemby has done enough, if he's done enough to secure a spot on the Western Conference All-Star squad. That's coming up next on Lockdown Spurs. But first, last night, your Spurs lost, Shocker. 130 to 118 to the Utah Jazz. Spurs can't snap their losing skid. Five in a row. Nothing but L's. And they dropped to four and 25. So what are some takeaways? Uh, you, you know what? Again, it was rinse, repeat, loss. That's pretty much what it was. It was competitive first half. Wheels come off in the second half. Stop me if you heard that before. That's kind of been the theme for the Spurs season. Great first half. Wheels come apart on the second half. And you saw that again. Takeaway number one is the same old, same old, same Spurs. They got outscored by the Jazz in the third quarter. And that's what really broke up in the, the game for the Utah. 36 to 33. Uh, then they did another 30-point uh, period in the fourth, 30 to 25. That's all they needed to get the win over San Antonio. And credit the Spurs. They did jump out to an early 15-point lead. But this is takeaway number two, again, showing their immaturity, showing they cannot play consistently. Popovich said after the game that this team is still searching for consistency. He talked about how Utah played for 48 minutes, how Utah was the more physical team. The Spurs were not. So takeaway number two is this is, seems to still. You see it. I see it. Pop saw it last night versus Utah. Same thing over and over again. Takeaway number three is Wimbanyama. He did not look himself versus the Jazz. Now, he finished, you know, with a respectable uh, 15 points, seven rebounds, four assists, one steal, five blocks in 24 minutes. Might be on a minutes restriction. Popovich said in his opinion that Wimby did not look himself during the game. He also said that Wimby is not going to play in both back-to-back games versus Portland. So perhaps that ankle injury that he sustained recently is still bothering him. Look, at this point of the season, why not just preserve your your franchise player? If he wants to go and play uh, one game and Popovich says, yeah, but if Pop, I mean, sorry, Wimby says, I want to play both. I'm pretty sure this person say, nope, you're sitting your butt down. Uh, preserve the future because the short term, this season is all but a bust. Kind of a... 3B takeaway, uh, Kelton Johnson uh, really impressed during the game. He led the team with 26 points in 30 minutes. 
four rebounds and three assists. So he, he, he tried to get the team going, uh, especially in that second half. Really was uh, pretty much the only option the Spurs had. Uh, 22 points by Devin Vassell and 16 points for Julian Champagny. And starting again, I don't know if that's a sign. Things to come. Kelvin Johnson off the bench. So keep an eye on that as the season moves on. Those are your three quick takeaways from another Spurs loss. Spurs will play the Blazers Thursday night in Portland in a back-to-back Thursday, Friday. So there you have it. Coming up next is Rudy Campos of Sweep the League. We're going to be asking if Wimby has done enough to make him a spot on the Western Conference squad and address some YouTube comments. Seems like some Spurs fans are upset, rightfully so. We'll talk about what they say. Coming up next on Lockdown Spurs. But before we bring in our guests, I want to talk about eBay Motors. Our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week, all season long. So whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you players that are guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh picked for us at this week's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. And lo and behold, he has a spur on the list. Yes, he's advocating, pushing that you look at Malachi Branham. Go figure. We're going to be talking about him next. Uh, He says that he seems to be a starter for the Spurs in the short term, at least. And he's flashed some increased passing skills, increasing his fantasy viability. Yeah, getting those minutes on the court with a starting unit is going to bump up his numbers. So again, he is picking Malachi Branham for this week's eBay's Motors Fantasy Picks of the Week. That's eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. So he has Malachi. Go get him. Look, Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. Look, do you have any personal experience trying to buy a part for your car? Uh, you know, you've been having some tough going about it, looking for it. Uh, what about your dream ride? Do you have your dream ride? Do you think it needs uh, some fine-tuning, some extra parts, maybe upgrades? Uh, what about that car that you loved? You want to get it back? You want to just go to buy one and then look for the parts for it? So, look, if you want to keep your car running, you want to fix your car up, or you want that cool upgrade that you've really been wanting, you want to go to eBay Motors right now. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. They got brake kits, LED lights, roof rack, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're going to be burning rubber, not all that cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com ebay guaranteed fit only is available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply and as promised everybody we're now joined by rudy Campos of sweep the league make sure to follow him on x at sweep the league is that is that jersey you're wearing considered a classic jersey now is it not mm, yeah i think it is i mean it's kind of i mean it's what like two years old yeah, it's about two years old. Yeah, the old. Yeah, I, I don't. The, the Sherbert color ones. Yeah, the Sherbert, the one that everybody in it's weird because everybody cries about the jerseys when they come out. Then when they get them, it's like, oh, they're so awesome. They're lovely, yeah. and I love them. So yeah, there's a better way to do a camo jersey than what they did. 
Yeah, he's with Sweep the League, and he'll talk about his show in just a few minutes. And uh, yeah, we're going to start talking all things silver and black. With Rudy, we're going to be asking, has Wimby done enough to make the West All-Star squad? And then I'm going to throw some YouTube comments uh, Rudy's way, and he'll get his <laughs> reaction and my reaction in just a few minutes. But Rudy, first of all, happy holidays. Happy holidays, man. Yes. Uh, New Year's right around the corner. So is it like New Year, New Beginning? type thing yeah. uh, for San Antonio Spurs fans, that might be a good thing. Well, maybe there'll be a new uh, notch on Wimby's belt in the new year with the <laughs> All-Star game uh, just a few months ahead. Yeah. Nevertheless, fan voting has started. All-Star voting has begun. We don't have the returns yet. I'm going to assume that Wimby should be getting a big chunk because of the uh, fan base in the United States and in France. We all know that. We've seen it before with Yao Ming, even Zaza Pachulia. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> when he was pushing for Western Conference starter, all because of the his home country. But nevertheless, here we are. We've asked this before: Should Wimby be on the All Star squad? And we got mixed reactions. But now the question is tweaked. Now, has he done enough to make himself a viable candidate, either for a starter job or the bench? Rudy, you are the guest. Has Wimby done enough to earn a spot? Individual stats, I mean, you're talking uh, one of the league leaders, if not the league leader in blocks at the time. Um, he's averaging 18 and I believe, yeah. what, 10 when it comes to rebounds and points. Mm -hmm. uh, considering you've got Jokic and Carl Anthony Towns as the big guys uh, yeah. in the Western Conference, I would think as you look at stat-wise, he's probably done for position uh, for the Spurs. Yeah, I would say stat-wise, he probably deserves a nod to the All-Star, but Let's not be real. A lot of it is fan voting. So, mm -hmm. I mean, unless he gets a lot of fan votes from overseas, which we anticipate, you know, people from France and all around, even mm -hmm. the country, in the United States, I mean, you're going to see a lot of votes for coming in for Wimby uh, to make the All-Star squad. He got a push by LeBron James as well recently, oh, he talking did. about uh, yep. Wimby should be making the All-Star game. So we'll see. It's going to be kind of interesting to see if he does make it. But as far as record wise, I mean, let's be real. Mm -hmm. He doesn't deserve to be on it for if you're looking at Spurs record wise. Mm -hmm. uh, but again, all-star game is about the players. It's always been about the players. So if he's done enough, I would say he's number three or four in the West when it comes to big guys that should probably get him in. But again, it's going to probably be a lot more guard and uh, small four oriented yeah. game anyway. Yeah, yeah. If it is a popularity contest, which we all know it is, then you can't get more of the popular vote than LeBron James. I mean, when yeah. Lebr LeBron James goes out in public, it wasn't even a Spurs game. He just said it, that Wimby deserves to be on the All-Star squad. That should do well. Yeah, I, I unfortunately, I think that the, the record is going to hurt Wimby tremendously. I mean, mm -hmm. big time. I mean, as of this recording, four wins on the season. Uh, I mean, that's just – even if they do beat the Jazz. You know, um <laughs> It's still just the fifth win of the season. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 you know, even, and I think what also may hurt, and let me get your thoughts on this, is that even though we've seen them put up big numbers mm -hmm. versus teams, they're not enough to get W's. Yeah. You know, if he really was all that, then shouldn't just his presence alone be enough to keep the Spurs in contention during games? As of now, they're not. I mean, they're still getting destroyed by 20 or more, even when he's putting up 25 or more. How, what do you think about that, about his individual performance impacting the team? You know, at the beginning of the season, well, for, even before the beginning of the season, when everybody saw that the Spurs won the lottery, they instantly thought, you know, playoffs, and they thought yeah. play-in team. And, you know, worst case, you know, they should be in yeah. the playing spot right there. Uh, but you've got to remember, it's the type of team you build around Victor Wimbanyama. Mm -hmm. 
And, you know, on paper, I, I know I, I look at it and I'm probably one of the few guys in a cave somewhere that just stays to myself because I know how brutal it gets online and on social media. Oh, yeah. I tend to wait for Lockdown Spurs or other shows to talk about stuff. But, you know, when you look at the Spurs team on paper, it's it's one word. It's just talent. I mean, there's mm-hmm. really there wasn't really any leadership right there. Uh, you didn't have a whole big of a presence when it comes to veterans. And when we say veterans more than three or four years in the league. I mean, you need big time veterans on this team. Um, you know, it was just kind of on paper. It looked good. But as far as it working out, it wasn't that case. It wasn't the case. And we don't know exactly with Victor coming in. You know, he was supposed to add all these wins. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, you call a generational talent a generational talent. Does it mean that you've got to win in the first year? Not necessarily. You don't right. have to necessarily win in the first year, but you have to make an impact. And yeah. we haven't seen that impact as far as the overall team goes. So yeah. Stats wise, there I said he was going to be about 18 and 10, 18 and 9 for the end of the year, yeah, which is right close. Yeah. Which is where right where he's at. Mm-hmm. So I just don't think that the stats are really mattering at this point because it's not helping the team overall. And again, mm-hmm. could it be coaching Jeff? Could it be chemistry? Could it be tinkering with the lineup? We yeah. just don't know at this point. Yeah, you, you look at what he's done so far through the month of December, not including the game versus the Jazz. Mm-hmm. He's averaging about 30 minutes a game, uh, in 30.5 to be exact, 16.4 points per game in the month of December, 13 rebounds, three assists, uh, 1.4 steals. Uh, turnovers have gone down a little bit, 2.9, about three. And uh, you're looking overall shooting at 42%. And believe it or not, he's gotten better from the three line statistically, 31%. Mm-hmm. But nevertheless, yeah, he's had a couple of injury games. He had that freak accident with the ball boy, you know, stepping on the on the ankle. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the Spurs just, you know, being Spurs and just sat him out. And then a couple of nights, oh, it was like a rest day, pretty much a low management day. Nevertheless, statistically, yes, he deserves a look. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned it right now, the talent ahead of him, uh, you know, is, is Joker and uh, – Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony uh, Davis, Anthony Kevin Durant. Davis, I mean, Kevin Durant. You know, there, there's, there's. T- I'm. I think the popular uh, popularity of him will help push him to at least make things interesting. Yeah, I think the country of France is definitely going to go out all out for him and vote for him. I think that's going to help him. I, I think this is going to be kind of if he does make it. I think a reserve. We know he's going to be yeah. there for the All-Star Weekend because of the Rising Stars Challenge. We know that, yeah. so he's going to be doing that. And who knows what else they may have him do uh, for the events at the at the game. I think it's in Indianapolis this year, right? I yeah, believe. I believe yeah. So. It's in Indy. So overall, I think it's going to be one of those things where somebody sits out and he gets in. What do you think? Exactly my point. That's what yeah. I was saying. Does he get voted in? I mean, okay, the only way he gets into the All-Star game is a guarantee if he gets voted in. But mm-hmm. I don't see him getting voted in by the fans unless you just see, like we said, that Yao Ming presence where it just comes. And and, and nobody's really paying attention to the Spurs anymore. Even though no. they're on national TV, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not bringing the excitement to those national TV games or not. They're getting, no. they're getting wrecked. Wrecked. Yeah. Hey, look at the Dallas game. The last national <laughs> Dallas game was against Dallas. And you you the second half, did they even show up? I mean, it was a disaster. <laughs> so I think the fact that the team is playing horrible is not gonna help them. But I do agree. I think if any if any 
particular segment of the fan base is going to get him in, it's going to be the at the French fans, right? The country. Yeah, he's yeah. got to get voted in. Now, if he doesn't get voted in, uh, then you're looking at the reserve spot. But again, I don't see where coaches or anybody would get him into the game unless it's for an injury type thing where some player in. It kind of goes back to the DeJounte Murray thing. When DeJounte made the All-Star team, it was yeah. based off of an injury. So does he get in? You know, hey, Spurs fans are 100% saying he's going to get in, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the overall picture, there's just too much more talent ahead of him on more mm-hmm. winning teams yeah. that deserve an All-Star nod. Yeah, this is going to be uh, brutal. You know, I mean, look, it's a bad season already. You're looking mm-hmm. for a ray of lights here. Uh, you know, all-star or not for Wimby would help a little bit. You know, you know the record, OKC has a better record than the Spurs. Yeah, and you know, I, I know I'm going to probably piss some Spurs fans off by saying this. But you? you? No way. No, you, I mean, Rudy Campos? Again, this isn't really going to do that? This isn't a Jimenez take because I don't, <laughs> I don't just say stuff for anything. You know, I say stuff okay. behind it, but... When you look at the Rookie of the Year voting, it's an individual award. Rookie of the Year is one player. So stat-wise, he matches up with Chet. Fantastic. But then you look at the records. What It also goes by impact. What kind of impact does Wimby have with the Spurs? We haven't seen that impact. Mm -hmm. Only maybe in spurts. Chet, you've seen the impact. Oklahoma is not, you know, two or three in the Mm -hmm. West without Chet. But if I had to literally say something right now, and again, the numbers back me up and the records back me up as far as not stats. This guy doesn't have stats on there, but the impact he has. I mean, you're looking at Chet being one, Victor mm-hmm. and Jaime Waquez as yeah. 2A, 2B right now. I mean, he's mm-hmm. having a major impact in yeah. Miami. So yeah, it's needless to say, it's still it's a three-man race right now for Rookie of the Year. It is, but it's circling back to whether Wimby has done enough to put him into position. I think statistically he has. But I just think those extraneous factors are going to hit him. The record, oh. lack of popularity with the Spurs. You know, he's going to get a good fan support. But outside of Spurs fans, whether that be the United States or France, it's probably not going to be enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Unless from this point on, he just goes to some incredible tear where he does what he did in yeah. Phoenix, like more often than not. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't remember the last time he had a monster game like that. I think he maybe had a couple of monster games. But again... Yeah. But you forget about them because they're losing. He puts up a monster game against uh, Memphis, for example, but they lost. He puts up a monster stat line versus Chicago, but they lost. You know, it's situations like that where you forget about what he did. Look what happened in that Phoenix game. He went for 30 and something with just being the Wimby that we thought he'd be. And it was all over national sports news everywhere. Mm -hmm. Now, because they also won. Now, they're not winning. So hopefully the Spurs will fix that. And we look, we're looking for some sort of ray of light in this bad season. Yeah. And hopefully that could be one uh, as the season moves on. When we get back, we're going to throw some fan comments that were left on the Lockdown Spurs YouTube page. I'm going to get Rudy's reaction and answers, including a lot of questions about why don't they pass the damn ball to Wemby? I got a lot of those coming. So that's coming up next on Lockdown Spurs. Hey, this is Chris Sabat, and you're listening to Locked On Spurs with Jeff Garcia. But before we continue our chat, I want to talk to you about GameTime.co. You want to go to GameTime.co right now, everybody. Look, you don't have to worry about buying tickets to your next big event. Just go to GameTime. It's the fast and easiest way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. Killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, view from receipts, the best price guarantee. 
Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Look, you get the lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, job loss protection, zone deals. Basically, those are where you pick the section, game time picks the seats. That's an average savings of 18%. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section of row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. What more do you need? Go to game time right now. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets. Download the game time app, create an account, use code locked on NBA for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem code L O C K E D O N N B A for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Also, I want to talk about Muslingers Drive Through Coffee. Go to Muslingers Drive Through Coffee right now if you're in San Antonio, 2404,000 Oaks Drive, open every day, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. They got it all. That menu is awesome. From the Red Bull Infused Lightning Bolt Series, that'll get your day going, to the OG OJ, the old Orange Julius recreated only at Muslingers Drive Through Coffee, the Sub Zero in honor of Frank Harris, and the Alien. You know, that's about that is Victor Wembayama. He has his own signature drink at Muslingers Drive Through Coffee. Look, over 300 five star reviews cannot be wrong. Friendly staff, a proud local sponsor of Lockdown Spurs, and the first, might I add, and they love serving the San Antonio community. And speaking of the San Antonio community, if you're a fan of them, they're a fan of you. They're very interactive on social media from TikTok to uh, X to Threads to Facebook to Instagram. To, I mean, pick a platform. They are there. Follow them at Muslinger, S A T X. That is all one word. Go to Muslingers right now. They got mini donuts. They got the signature drink, which is the Muslinger. That'll introduce you to the world of coffee. And they have dairy alternatives. Look, they just got it all. So if you're looking for a great cup of coffee, look no further than Muslingers Drive Through Coffee. It's in the 281 and 1604 area for those that are in San Antonio. Again, go to Muslingers Drive Through Coffee, San Antonio, 2404,000 Oaks Drive, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Go there right now because life is too short for bland coffee. This is Zach Aguilar, the voice of Tanjiro Kamado, and you're listening to Locked on Spurs with Jeff Garcia. And we're back right here on Locked on Spurs with Rudy Campos. Follow him on X at Sweep the League. Uh, so, yeah, all right, we'll make sure to follow him on X on, uh, well, X, I'm sorry, excuse me, at Sweep the League. So here we go. So you fans have been very active on the Locked on Spurs YouTube page, and we appreciate that. Y'all, you know, come there every single day. You did not disappoint, and you left several comments. We wish we had time to read every single one of them, but we don't. So we're going to pick two or three. I'm going to uh, to read them for uh, Rudy, and we're going to get a reaction. So here's a part where you guys become part of Locked On Spurs. Mm -hmm. And the first one, Rudy, is up. This was by Flip Flog, Flip Flop ZG. Okay. He says, the biggest problem is that losing in this manner creates a losing mentality within the organization. There is no light switch you can turn around. The worst thing you can do is have a team, uh, which is a bunch of young guys, that let me continue reading that grow accustomed to losing look at detroit mm -hmm. uh they're done nothing is going to turn that around the only way forward is for those guys to move to a move to a winning franchise so what do you think about the idea by the way thank you uh flip flop zg for that comment what do you think about that the losing mentality setting into san antonio especially with this roster think it's going to impact the, these kids individually or this is just one of those seasons you know, it's 
it's kind of a it's kind of a question you can go on different paths with. Yeah. Um, can we really say losing mentality? I mean, these guys, it's not like we've been on a 15 year losing, you know, skid or anything. I mean, mm -hmm. there's been teams out there that have been bad for years and all of a sudden they they're all of a sudden good now. So what it comes down to is, yes, if they're in a winning environment, that helps and it helps everybody grow quicker. Um, but you can't just bring winners into San Antonio. You have to draft them or trade for them or sign them as a free agent. We know the free agent area is a very bad thing for San Antonio. You don't just go out and get, you know, free agents mm -hmm. all the time. Uh, the trade market, you have a lot of players that say, I would love to play for Pop. But then there's that little asterisk at the bottom that says, I don't yeah. want to go to San Antonio because mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's San Antonio. There's nothing to do there yeah. or whatever. So you're basically going into the draft. Now, the past few years, the draft for the San Antonio Spurs outside of Victor Wimanyama has been kind of up and down. You know, you're getting mm -hmm. talented players, but you're not getting the star players that other teams are getting in the draft that are making a difference. So the winning mentality is it's it's going to be on their minds but what i think it, the biggest thing is like you and i've talked about before it's bringing in a star a superstar uh bringing in a guy like an og ananobi a pascal mm -hmm. siakam somebody who has tasted winning already who can develop your younger guys and help them lead them to the next you know the next phase right. of nba basketball so i get it, it will, it's a losing environment and I, i'm going to be honest with you just just Take the losing for what it's worth right now, whether you want to take it as growth, whether you want to take it as it just sucks being a San Antonio Spur right now. Believe me, Jeff and I have been through worst years in Spurs basketball. Oh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. just let it just let it ride. And like, you know, this is probably one of the worst I've experienced ever. Oh, this, yes. This is, this this is up is. there. This was really, really bad. Yeah, I'm with you right there. I, I think, well, you know, with Flip Flop's uh, comment, um. I don't know. It's a matter of well, when a losing mentality settling in. I'm hoping, in my ideal world, that this just ignites them. You know, puts a lights of fire in them. Mm -hmm. I was hoping last year's bad season would light a fire, and into this season, I, and it did at least in media day in the first few games, where Devin Vassell was. Oh, we don't want to go through that again, Pop. But we're all about winning. So you saw that, and then in, here we are. This total debacle of a season. Yeah. So. You know, that, you know, the only thing I'm worried about, too, is this losing seasons, plural, mm -hmm. may spark some of these guys to say, get me out of here. I don't want to be a part of this. Uh, no, you know, I have my shelf life. You know, I got I only have X amount of years when I play in the NBA. So th that's what I'm worried about if, if it continues. And guess what, everybody? Yeah, it's probably going to continue mm -hmm. next season. They'll probably be a bad team. You're hoping just win wise. I have more. The only way out of this is they got to get aggressive and use that war chest of picks and money and players they have to make a move so they can win ASAP. There okay, is, so there are ahead, generational sorry. talents that are coming out yeah. in the draft. Not now, not next year. I, I'm not saying next year, but with Cooper Flag coming in 2025, mm -hmm. I mean that is a Larry Bird type of player. So mm -hmm. he can make a huge difference for teams out there. Um you know, but let me, you got a lot of fans that comment on YouTube and everywhere, Jeff. And, you know, for before we go to the next one, I wanted to ask the fans out there and comment on this because I, I really want to know if you didn't live in San Antonio, you are not a Spurs fan and you looked at the roster. What made this roster tell you that they're going to be a playing team? Now, when I say that, it's the fact of take off the glasses of. 
well, they have Devin is, you know, this kind of player. And Keldon is just, you know, averaging 20 points a game. Yeah. Okay, but that has never that has never made them a true contender by seeing these guys do that. So mm-hmm. what on paper did you look at this roster and say, yeah, Victor's <laughs> going to add 20 wins to get him into the play it. It does yeah. to me. I never was able to see that. So that would be yeah. something for the fans to talk about. You probably work closely with Vegas. You and Vegas were the only ones oh, yeah, who really right. saw out there that this was not going to be a winning team. Well, I've, um, I've lost so much money to Vegas. They gave me the inside. They gave me some inside. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So our next comment is pretty much going to represent a bulk of the recent comments. It's okay. all about uh, Wimby. So we'll just pick one. Uh, this is from, I had it here. Heard this. Uh, Stephen McClintock. Okay. He says, that's the problem, I guess, with the team. Has him, Wimby, the ball more. And that this comment is getting repeated over and over again on various shows. So let me put it in perspective for fans out there. Is you want to pass Wimby the damn ball. I get that. Wimby deserves to have, you know, 30, 40, 50 touches a game just because of his dominance that he could dominate the paint. But let me pose this question, guys. Who in the hell is going to pass him the damn ball? You think just because you're in the NBA that you're able to make a simple pass to in the post or anything. No, these guys are quicker playing the basketball, you know, in high school and, you know, junior high and everything, no matter where you're on the court, you can't just literally lob a pass every time you can't, you know, there's people fighting in the post. It's tough to make a pass. Now, outside of Trey Jones, who in the hell can make a crisp pass to Wimby constantly who mm-hmm. in their right mind thinks, yeah. okay, I need to get the ball to Wimby. You've got Keldon and Devin who are just playmakers. They're not guards to where, hey, I'm looking to pass first. They are playmakers. Trey Jones is a true point guard. Jeremy Sohan, he's an overall guy that can do little things here and there. Is he an assist guy? Is he a pass first guy? No, he's not. So there's nobody on the roster that is a pass first, obviously, but that is comfortable making that pass because why? You're scared that you're going to make the pass and you're going to turn the ball over, and what happens? You get that dirty look from Pop. We've seen it many, many times. Pop gives you the doghouse. You're in the doghouse. Let me put your hair. You do that. They don't want to make mistakes. So don't, don't think that they're not trying to get Wimby the ball. In my opinion, and this is my opinion alone, it's because they're not comfortable making that pass, making that post-entry yeah. pass, lobbing it over a defender. I mean, these guys, you're asking them to do something that they probably have never done in their career. Uh, you know, this is a team with a, at least early had a high turnover rate. Now, has it gotten better? Yes, it has. Through the month of December, as of this recording, 14 turnovers per game. And it's gone down considerably from 18 and a half. I believe in October to 15 to 14. So you're seeing a pattern. They're, they're learning to value the ball more. Uh, we will see. But I, I got a feeling they're going to be feeding him more. Uh, you saw uh, Devin Vassell and Sohan acknowledge that they have a seven foot five guy on their team <laughs> and he should be getting the ball more. I mean, nobody can, you know, and a little bit has to go on Wimby too. He has to, he has to ditch that mentality he had to start his NBA career. Remember what he said? Rudy, I don't want to be a center. I don't want don't don't pitch at home me. I'm not a center. Uh, I could do it all. But hey, hey, look what happens. You throw him at center. He's now putting up bigger numbers. So they got to take advantage of that. Final comment is from Connor McLeod. I, I wish it was Connor McLeod from Highlander. <laughs> uh, but uh, there shall be only one. And here he is. There is the only one, Connor McLeod. You're going to love this comment. He says, time to trade. Your thoughts. 
I am a hundred percent on Connor McLeod's bandwagon there because when it comes to well, he's trade, not going to go hunt you down now for your no, 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 down and take your sword. So you're good. <laughs> um, you you've got to make a trade, man. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I've been I I'm the worst GM, but I'm the best GM possible because if. Yeah. You know, back in the day, if you called me about Tim Duncan, I'm answering the call because I just have to. I have to answer it. You've got to answer it. You've got to answer every call. You, you, you've got Keldon. You've got Devin. Have you done winning with them? No. So you, yeah. you obviously know, and you're saying, oh, they, they have a higher ceiling. They, they can be, they can improve. How much more can Keldon improve throughout his career? How much more ceiling is left for Devin to mm-hmm. improve? How much more is there for Jeremy to improve? I mean. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get, you know, a decent take back in, for one of these guys, you have to consider it. And I'm not saying pull the trigger, but you've got to consider it. So, yes, at the trade deadline, be very active. If you're not going to if you're not going to do anything, for, just, you know, tease everybody. Just be active. Say, hey, we are inquiring. You know, hey, they did inquire about this. Hey, Woj, mm-hmm. we are talking about this. You know, just show the fans that they're actually, you know, something to look forward to because, Again, if you're going to keep the same roster year after year, you're going to get the same results year after year with the improvement just kind of, you know, barely going up. Mm-hmm. And it, honestly, the price is right. Remember the mountain guy that would go up, you know, oh, yeah. it would it would just be like running out of batteries and just barely going up on the win yeah. totals year after year. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think trading should be an option at the trade deadline. It's starting to heat up already. You're starting hearing big rumor, big names being floated out. Mm-hmm. But I'm hoping. And I'm expecting the Spurs name or players to be thrown out there too, simply because of, you know, where they can provide, you know, imagine a Keldon Johnson, like on a Phoenix team or, yeah. or something like that, you know, and, and for teams that are looking to maybe put, make a push, there's still several steps ahead for them to get out of the rebuild. One of them could be trading. So yes, Connor McLeod, there should be only one. Yes, there should be only one. And that option is should be trading. Yeah. That is on the table. That should be on the trade table. And yes, that, that probably does mean like a Kelvin Johnson. Maybe it does mean a Sohan. But if you're going to get a, a deal like the Spurs got for DeJounte from Atlanta, I mean, that you could not pass that. I mean, how many first unprotected first round picks yeah, they got? Yeah, I was like, two, you, you, you got to go for that. So if the Spurs get that type of a sweetheart deal, Spurs got to take it. And look, you got to keep Wimby happy. And if keeping Wimby happy means raking, uh, racking up W's by bringing in players that mm-hmm. could possibly help that. Because look, there's nowhere where else to go up but up right now. This team is at the bottom of the barrel. So yeah. there, there's anything to do that can help. And there, there's so, one kid out there, Jaden Ivey, who's not getting any play in Detroit right now. And mm-hmm. he plays a position that you kind of covet at point guard. And yeah. very explosive. Um, can be very uncontrollable, but mm-hmm. I think with the right system, he can maybe benefit. So you kind of kill two birds with one stone. You fill the point guard position, and then you also get a second explosive scorer. Mm-hmm. And he's not being used in Detroit. And Detroit's on a 26-game losing streak, Oof. I believe. So yeah. they're, they're not looking to keep certain players. Probably Cade yeah. Cunningham is the only guy that's probably they're wanting to keep. So mm-hmm. – Maybe kick the tires on that and see what it does. What do you have to lose? Maybe, you know, an, a protected first yeah. and maybe a couple of seconds. I mean, I mean the Spurs yeah. can afford it. They got the cash. Yeah. They got the picks. He's on a rookie deal. Yeah. That's something to keep an eye. Hey, guys, thank you for uh, leaving some comments on the uh, Lockdown Spurs YouTube page. We appreciate that.
quick hint, the more nerdy your names you have, the more likely I'm going to read them. So <laughs> nobody, there should be nobody uh, that shouldn't surprise anybody with that. But we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about Wimby? Has he done enough to get himself at least considered for the All-Star squad? And uh, what do you have to say about some of the fans' thoughts that were left on the YouTube page? Rudy, tell us about Sweep. It's a new year starting up soon. Does that mean a new Sweep coming up? Yeah, so we're revamping uh, Sweep the League. Also, we're uh, we're in talks to join one of the local uh, sports affiliates, I guess, with mm -hmm. uh, Joe Garcia, a good friend of the show, Joe Garcia. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that works out. And also, um, I'm also in talks with probably working with uh, pro sports fans. It's at PSF underscore app. Nice. Uh, they're a pretty big, um, pretty big app, pro sports app. So uh, President Sean Salisbury, former NFL quarterback, is uh, oh, the whoa. guy running that. So be mm -hmm. on the lookout for that. We're still in talks. If it happens, if it does, if it doesn't, it's not, you know, it's okay. We're still doing some kind of work with them, but uh, mm -hmm. bringing some more uh, Spurs talk for them and also some NFL talk as well. So be on the lookout for that. I would say, Rudy, you're, you're, you're a better football analyst and college <laughs> sports analyst. Not to say you don't know your, your Spurs. NBA, but yeah. you tend to light up more with NFL and college sports. But he is uh, Rudy Campos of Sweep the League and follow him on X right there. You see it on your screen. And we thank you for making Locked On Spurs your first listen each and every day. Free and available wherever you get podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Spotify, Ken's by Plus app. The list goes on and on. Locked On Sports has a streaming 24-7 channel on YouTube. Go subscribe to it right now with all the Locked On uh, local hosts, the, the regional shows, everything. Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel only on YouTube. We'll be back tomorrow uh, talking more silver and black, hopefully more wins. Cross these fingers. But for Rudy Campos, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.